And now, Jalen and Jacoby. I'm David Jacoby. Welcome to the Jalen and Jacoby After Show, The Last Dance. This is a preview of a podcast series where me and my brother Jalen Rose will be breaking down every single episode of the 10-episode docuseries, The Last Dance. Jalen, what is The Last Dance? I'm so very excited. Initially, it was going to happen in June, and then the quarantine happened, the pandemic hit, it's basically like I'm wearing a mask right now, Jacoby. And then ESPN decided that they should move it up. April 19th, 10-part series, Michael, Air, Jeffrey, Jordan, and the Chicago Bulls. It will chronicle their final championship season with the Bulls. Unfortunately for me, I was on the wrong team that season. Yes, you were. You were on a team that played that team, the Bulls I'm talking about, 11 times over the course of that season. I'm sure we'll get into a lot of that over the course of this podcast series. And one thing that I'm so excited about the series isn't the fact that we're all just stuck in our homes waiting for any content with no live sports. And this is going to give us what we need, much like the Jalen and Jacoby show. But I'm so excited because I feel like there's a lot of people at a certain age younger than ours that kind of forgot about Michael Jordan or wouldn't weren't really exposed to who he is on the court. And even people like us that didn't play in the NBA, like me, I should say, weren't really exposed to who he was off the court. There's so much mystery to Michael Jordan. I've I've, struggled to think of an athlete with such prowess, with such a legacy that we know so little about. And I'm so happy that director Jason Hare, who will be joining us on this podcast, has been able to get Michael and others to open up and sort of take us behind the curtain, as you like to say. And as a basketball historian, one of the things that can be disappointing and frustrating is this device in my hand should make us all smarter. You should be able to www and check out anything from the history of the game and be able to acknowledge, even if you didn't see that player, slot them in the greatness annals of history. So I didn't get a chance to see Bill Russell play, but I know what he accomplished. I wanted to do my homework on him as an all-time great player. And I implore people to always do that. And now, Jacoby, what's going to happen? We're going to have people of this generation that feel like LeBron James because they've seen him play the last 17 years, and he's going to play a couple of more years, probably win another championship. People now with these smartphones and all of those social sites and TikTok are going to believe LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. Hopefully, you sit down on April 19th and get a glimpse of what the greatest basketball player of all time looks like, especially a guy that would sometimes, as your question, burn both ends of the candle. Like LeBron James, when you see him on IG, he in the gym with his shirt off working out. You could catch MJ 5 in the morning at the casino with a cigar in his hand and then go out and put in that work. So, They did it vastly different, but one guy has three championships overall. The other guy has two separate three-peats. Well, you know, I don't like to do cross-generational comparison when it comes to who's the greatest of all time, but Michael Jordan was inarguably the greatest of his era. And we'll be talking about this documentary as one of the greatest all times itself. Jill and I have been lucky to see some of it 
And I'm telling you right now, this is no hyperbole. This is one of the top five documentary films I've ever seen in my entire life. And you forget of all of the names, all the people that are involved, all the people that are interviewed. This is not just about Michael Jordan. This is about that year, that era of basketball, the impact on the culture and all the luminaries that his sort of presence echoed through that changed not just sports, but pop culture itself. The sneakers, Bill Jackson, Isaiah Thomas and the Bad Boys. You made the director, Jason Hare, who's also the director of the Fab Five, 30 for 30. You made him show you part of the film when they discussed the Bad Boy Pistons walking off without shaking the hands of Jordan and his Bulls. And it was riveting. I mean, we had to go somewhere, and he pushed play on that thing, and we would not let him stop playing it for at least 20, 25 minutes. It is just that captive. And Jason Hare will be joining us on every episode. We'll have one episode after every episode of the documentary, and we'll get some behind-the-scenes information that you won't get anywhere else. you get exclusively here on the Jalen Jacoby After Show, The Last Dance. So, Jalen, when you watched that clip, when they discussed that moment that was so influential to you, what did it make you feel? So as a Detroit native, diehard Bad Boys fan, shout to that squad, top 50 player of all time, Isaiah Lord Thomas, Joe Dumars, Bill Lambeer, Spider Sally, Dennis Rodman, who went on to win championships with Michael Jordan and the Bulls. We rooted against Jordan his entire career. Remember, there was something called the Jordan Rules. The Pistons instituted that. And in that great era, As a Midwestern squad, we knew, though Michael Jordan was in Chicago, winning record versus them. Larry was in Boston, winning record versus them. Magic in L.A., winning record versus them. So we always fought the little engine that could overcome type of national mainstream, hoping for that type of respect. And the only way you do that is beating the best. And then when Michael Jordan and his Bulls eliminated our Pistons, it was the end of, of an era, Jacoby. It was really a heartbreak. And the only way we could do it is as true rivals would do. And that footage gets misconstrued because, yes, the Pistons are shown walking off without shaking the Bulls' hands. But what you're going to see in the documentary, they weren't the first team to actually do that. And when you see that a team did that actually the year before, it doesn't look as bad as as it's been portrayed because we didn't always leave the court and shake hands back in the day. Like now on every level, high school, college, and even pro people shake hands before and after the game sometimes. That wasn't always the case. So that's what I appreciated about my hometown team against their rival. I felt like I was one of the players they walked off and didn't shake their hands. And what's so good about this documentary is they have an interview with Isaiah discussing it. And then just to tease you what you're going to see, the sort of inside look that you get into the lives of these people. And then the director, Jason, brings that clip to Michael Jordan and says, do you want to hear it? And he, well, you're just going to have to watch the documentary. His response is hilarious. And again, like even at this stage of his career and his life, you know, Michael Jordan, obviously the owner of the Hornets, and you see him at the games, but he doesn't do a lot of interviews. 
He doesn't do a lot of press. You know, he's not exactly the Mark Cuban of the league when it comes to access to ownership. He's always just a presence. He's always just been a presence in the league, a presence in pop culture, and a presence in the NBA. But you never really get to understand who the man is. And, and Jason Harris did a great job in bringing that out in this documentary. So, Jalen, we know that the Pistons moment was one that's going to stand out to you. But you played this team 11 times. You took – Michael Jordan to one of his three game sevens and you lost. I look forward to discussing all of that in great detail over the course of this podcast, Jalen Jacoby after show the last dance, because you offer insight like very few can when it comes to facing this particular team, 11 games, Jalen, what are your memories of this particular team? Very briefly. So the amazing thing about history is in sports, we look back at each all-time great player and or team and assume that they just had a cakewalk to their greatness and you overlook all of the great players and great teams that they actually had to overcome in order to achieve what they were able to accomplish. And in this case, our opportunity as the Indiana Pacers, if we win that game and we get to the finals, we beat the Utah Jazz. The next year, we lost, and I'm pretty sure as a Daisy fan, you was cheering for Larry Johnson's four-point play Mm -hmm. against the Knicks, and then they beat us. And then the following year, we beat the Knicks and make it to the championship. So our Pacers squad could have easily made the finals three straight years. When you're going against Michael Jordan, you got to seize the moment, and that's what he was able to do in his first three-peat and his second three-peat. And the the beauty of this doc and playing against them 11 times is you get a chance to see him on the chalkboard. Okay, this is what they're running. They're running the triangle. When the ball goes into the post, the man in the corner is going to cut. The man on the wing is going to do this. The two top guys are going to do some action. And what the fans didn't see that we called, Within the game is when MJ got it at the top, that's now the Bermuda Triangle. Everybody get out of the way, (laughs) grab a fruity fruity drink, and watch the black cat go to work. That's what that was. And trying to defend that guy from 15 to 18 feet, he was faster, more athletic, he was stronger. He had more stamina, brought it every play, brought it every night, brought it on both ends. So going against him 11 times, I'm just happy that I at least scored one bucket in the 10 times I played because I got suspended one of the times for leaving off the bench. Well, you were three for four in game seven. I still think Larry should have put you in for more minutes. (laughs) You were three for four. You got 75% from the floor. You'll get so much insight like that from Jalen Rose on this podcast. We'll be celebrating every single episode. So when you are done watching an episode, make sure you listen to this podcast Jalen Jacoby after show, The Last Dance. And Jalen will be giving you the insight you can only get from someone who played in the league. And we will also get insight from director Jason Hare, a longtime friend of both of ours, who has just did a magnificent job at this documentary. And he'll be t- taking us behind the scenes of taking us behind the scenes on the life of Michael Jordan in that one particular season for the Chicago Bulls. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Just search Jalen Jacoby after show, The Last Dance. You'll get it on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, ESPN app, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're going to be taking you deeper into the story. I can't wait to do this with my brother, Jalen Rose, and one of the greatest documentary directors in the game, Jason Hare. We'll be back 
Why is that, John Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Yeah. Don't you know you got to give the people. Yeah.